0: Saints. So I heard him sing this song to me. He says my grandmother was was playing this on YouTube, and he came over and he says I wanted to sing this. I said okay. I said the next week we are singing this song, Nathan. And I was just thinking about that song in the week, how much it encouraged my spirit. Frankly, that His promises will never fail us. Like, I don't know if you've had your feelings hurt because a promise somebody kept, somebody was supposed to keep. That feeling is so horrible and hurtful. But I'm so grateful to a God that has never failed me yet. Never failed me yet. So His promises still stand. We lean into His promises. His promises of salvation, of a better life, of higher heights and deeper depths in Him. Amen. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, uh, I've been, um, in, please take your seats. I've I've been preaching in a variety of areas of salvation recently. If I was to say something about the word that I've been given, it's about salvation. It's about our salvation about that salvation that we were given and how we are to live in it and not just live in it but share it. Like I want to kind of emphasize that particular part today because um, sharing this salvation is about saving souls. It's about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and it is the thing and the mission, the, the vision, the purpose of my personal life and it should be a vision and purpose of your life because you're called to be disciples too. It's not just me, it's us. We are called to do the work of the Lord. So you'll hear me repeat this topic. In fact, to be honest, my whole ministry is based in this topic. Based in this idea that salvation is for, people of, for the people of this world. The scripture tells us in John 3.16, I'm going to be speaking from John 3 today again. Is John 3.16 is for God so loved the world. That's the message that Jesus gave us in this Wonderful discussion he had with Nicodemus. He says, for God so loved the world, he loved them in this particular way, that He that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, gave his only son. The only way he was coming into this earth was through Jesus, and he gave him to us for our salvation. That's a beautiful and touching thing but we are given that message to give to others like the message to us is wonderful and we should keep it and guide it and 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 guard it in our heart but the purpose of the message is that the world needs to know that Jesus died for them the world needs to know that Jesus did this for you Um, I was um we have a podcast of the messages we do the messages we preach I was looking at it the other day in fact I wrote down some of the places where people have listened in. And I, the reason why I, I did that is because when you shout hallelujah and amen and praise him and we, the songs are coming on at the end, they're hearing us worship here. I just wanted to mention some of the countries where your voice, and you're thinking, oh, what am I doing here? What is my purpose here? You have purpose in this earth. And I need to kind of just touch on what, where we're we seeing it. Obviously, we, people are hearing in the United States, uh, but they're hearing the United Kingdom too. They're hearing you in the United Kingdom. They're hearing you in Singapore, apparently. Okay? When, when, I'm, when I'm preaching this gospel and you're, and you're playing the music, and that usually ends, the, 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 the podcast ends with us worshipping, obviously, just like the church service, and starts and resumes with us with this word. The word is the most important thing. Singapore. Germany. Germany's listening in, apparently. Uh, who else is listening? Russia. Who would have thought it? Brazil's listening in. France, the Philippines, Bahrain, wherever that is Hong Kong, India, Mexico, Malaysia, Peru, Sweden and Sierra Leone. What am I saying? Our purpose is to give the word. I'm not you know my concern isn't isn't I was reminded last of weekends ago by uh, by Elder Strong who gave such an encouraging word on that Saturday evening of the revival Um, what the what the point of us being here is (laughs) the point is in the Commission that Jesus gave us to preach to teach and to baptize that's my, that's the goal that's it I'm not here trying to get anybody get win a popularity contest (laughs) I'm not here trying to accumulate wealth. I'm not here trying to fix some other portions of your life that you say to yourself, oh, I really need help with my yard. That's not my job, not that good. My car is broken, I can't help you there. But what I can you think it's ridiculous, but that's what they say to him, silver and gold. Peter had to say, silver and gold, I don't have that. But such as I have, I, I'm giving that to you. <laughs> So my job really is just about sharing the message. But one of the things, I know we've been talking these last few weeks about why we're sharing the message and we talked about repentance and we've talked about the new man. But you know, it's important for us to understand why we should repent. (laughs) Let's go to John chapter three, shall we? Verse two, this is the story I've been using for the jumping point to talk about um, rebirth, to talk about being born again. Right, This is the scripture, John 3, uh, verse 2 and 3. And so we know that this, this teacher comes to Jesus, this rabbi. St. John chapter 2, 3, verses 2 and 3. This rabbi comes to Jesus. This teacher comes to Jesus. This person who knows about the law comes to Jesus. This person who knows the law of Moses. This person who's heard the word of God his whole life comes to Jesus. So the first thing I want you to understand is... Don't be surprised when people come who you assume knew should have known what this was all about. Don't be surprised if you hear something new in the gospel that is Jesus. Even for people who think they know, sometimes you've got to come to Jesus and find out for yourself. What you've been told might be good, but Jesus is taking you to higher heights and deeper depths. Ah, glory to God I know you know one of the things that I've realized is you can take for granted messages you've received your whole life you can just take them for granted you think ah yeah I understand it and then you come to realize I didn't even understand that the whole time I was here that's what's happening to Nicodemus right now he's hearing Jesus preach this gospel this this new take and the thing is he's supposed to be the guardian of the law He's supposed to be the person who preserves the law according to God's law. But Jesus, we know, is directly from God. The difference between where Nicodemus is and Jesus is, is vast. It's easy to start off thinking that you're with God, only to realize that God's somewhere else. I'm going to get to a scripture that shows that in a second. And I know that's disturbing to me too, which is why when I stand up here, I try my hardest never to make my opinion run in. Hey, I have lots of good opinions, well, what I think are good opinions on politics, on where you should live, what school you should go to. I have lots of opinions, and I won't share any of them from this pulpit. My only purpose from here is salvation through Jesus Christ. That's it, that's my commission, that's my purpose. You should have something similar in your heart too. So John chapter 2, chapter 3, verse 2 starts with, The same came to Jesus by night. This man called Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. And said unto him, this is a Pharisee, said to Jesus, Rabbi, teacher, master teacher, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. He started off by saying, we know there's something different about you. We just can't figure it out right now, but we know it's something, you've gotta be from God, but what you're saying is so radically different. How do we reconcile what we've heard all this time with who you are, who Jesus is right now in the midst of us? And I'm realizing something that who Jesus is in the abstract and in the book is gonna be very different to who he is in your lived life. Like pulling him into your life Makes things different. And what's happening is that Nicodemus realizes that he's so different that there must be something wrong about how and what I'm believing. So he comes to Jesus looking for help. And what does Jesus say to him in response? Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot. See the kingdom of God Can't see it if you're not born again You can't see now. This is an interesting response to this question I think I've spoke about this before because he's basically coming and complimented Jesus and the thing that Jesus says in Response is you've got to be born again, and if you're not born again You can't see the kingdom of God. We sometimes think about salvation and repentance about what you can't do That's not how Jesus starts this conversation He says to him, you've got to be born again, not to stop you from doing something, but so that you can get to something you can't see today. What salvation and repentance is about, first of all, is that you don't have access to the kingdom of God, you can't see the kingdom of God, and you need to gain access to it by being born again. (laughs) Like we've been taught a way of thinking about the salvation as a way to stop you from doing things. And I'm here to tell you that's kind of true. But the purpose isn't to stop you from doing anything. The purpose is to give you access to something new. Give you access to something new. If you don't give up on the old life, you can't see the new life. If you don't let go of something, you can't gain a hold of something else. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen somebody hold something so tight, and you're trying to give them something, and they've got the thing in their hand so tight that they can't get a hold of the thing you're trying to give them. That's what repentance is. You've got to let go of something to get a hold of something new. The Lord's offering you something, but you're holding on to what you have already. You've got to let that go to get a hold of. What this is talking about, being born again, letting go of the old, grabbing onto the new. If you don't do this, there's no way you get access to the new kingdom. I don't know if you've ever gone on a trip where you've got luggage that's too big. It stops you from going, like you've got to make your whole trip about the luggage. I hate luggage. I'm going to be honest with you. I hate luggage so much. I wish if if there was a service that would pick up my luggage at my house, let me get to the place, and you just bring it to me, like at the hotel. or Like I hate carrying luggage, like thinking about it fixing it into the airport, carrying it around with me. But some of us are holding on to our old life and we can't do anything because we've got it dragging around behind us. You're dragging around this old life behind you and Jesus is saying, not only can you not drag around that old life, you've got to let it go because you can't go where I'm trying to get you to go. Imagine you trying to uh, 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 travel to Mount Everest and you've got your luggage like, like, you can't do this trip with your literal luggage, you've got to drop that off. We only take our essentials on this trip. You've got to let go of the things that are of this world. There are higher heights and deeper depths. You can keep going but you're going to be like Nicodemus. You're going to be able to, you're looking right at the kingdom of God in front of you in the person of Jesus. And you're saying, I don't understand. Because you cannot see the kingdom unless you're born again. I am inviting people into kingdom experience by telling them they need to be born again. I'm inviting you into a higher relationship with Christ by telling you, you've got to be born again. Just what Jesus' word. Again, I'm not taking my opinion. I'm taking Jesus' word here. So he says to him, verse 3. And Jesus answered and said unto him, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot even see the kingdom. We are even talking about seeing right now. He hasn't got to the idea of being in the kingdom or representing the kingdom. He's saying you can't even see it conceptually. Like you can't, it's one thing if you want to get somewhere, you've got to know where it is like it helps to know where it is and it helps frankly when you're trying to arrive at a pl- location to be able to see where it is but he's saying here you can't see it so therefore you can't get to it unless you are born again Amen. Amen. seeing is also a part of vision meaning i have got to have in my head a vision of the thing i'm trying to get to you can't even imagine it in your head because you can't see it even in your head So you can't even make an attempt to get to it because you need to be born again. There is a born of the flesh and there is born of the spirit. And Jesus goes into great detail here. In fact, let's go read that just a little bit. Nicodemus saith unto him, how can a man be born? The obvious response is, how can I be born if I'm an old man? I'm already old. Like how in the world can I be born again? when he makes the most ridiculous suggestion. Can I go into my mother's womb? Now, if you're old, you know your mother's not even here. So he's saying, well, <laughs> well, ca- can I be born again? What am I supposed to do to get this rebirth? It's funny that he said to him, you're a great teacher, and then asks him the most ridiculous question as a follow-up to his, respo- his, his, his question. He says, can I be born again? Verse five, Jesus answered, verily I say unto you, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. I need to tell you right now, Nicodemus, not only will you not see it, Jesus. but you won't even enter it unless you figure this part out. You won't enter or see the kingdom unless you figure this out. That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Marble not. Don't be surprised when I say to you that you must be born again. So what Jesus is also now saying is that there is a way to be in the flesh, there is a way to be and exist that is purely human. You can be that if you want to be, but you're gonna to have to have a spiritual rebirth if you wanna experience kingdom things and kingdom ideas. You have to be born again. Now, again, I've said this already, but it re- bears repeating. We are gonna encourage people to come out of a particular kind of lifestyle. Some people have been terrorized by drink, drugs, um, all manner of lasciviousness and greed and lust and we're encouraging you to come out of this. But I'm not encouraging you just because those things are detrimental to your soul. I'm encouraging you to come out of them because there's a better way for you to live. Like you can't live in a truthful kingdom if you're still lying. You can't live in a kingdom based on love if you're still hating. You're hanging on to luggage and you can't get to the destination like you can't even navigate correctly if you're going to hold on to that old life so let's go to ephesians chapter four for a second let's go to ephesians chapter four ephesians chapter four verse 19 ephesians four thank you lord who being
1: have feeling
0: yeah
1: have given themselves over
0: here is talking about where we were in the past we gave ourselves over to everything anything we thought was reasonable to do that's what we did if we wanted we gave ourselves over to every emotion whatever feeling we wanted to experience we gave ourselves to that you let your body and your flesh lead you rather than thoughtfulness and the spirit so keep reading there for me sir. past.
1: Feeling yeah. have been giving themselves over until the sickness day yep. to work all uncleanness
0: yep. with greediness. Yes,
1: but ye have not so learned Christ.
0: This isn't what you've learned through Christ Jesus. This isn't the way He's encouraging us to be. He's taking us to somewhere else. Uh, let's keep going.
1: Verse twenty-one. If that ye have heard him, and have been taught by him, as the truth is Jesus. Yeah, keep going. That ye put off concerning the former conversation of the old man, which is corrupt according to deceitful lust.
0: So the old man, the old person, the old you, yes, is governed by its own desires. Anything that comes to its mind, it just does. It is allowed, it allows itself to do anything that is corrupt Anything that it desires to do. But there is a way that you've never learned that principle in Christ. Because there's a new way of being that the old man is not going to reconcile itself with. So the only way to get there is to be born again in the spirit. And that's what the scripture is encouraging us to do. Let's keep going.
1: That you put off concerning the former conversation of the
0: old man. The The conversation is not just a talking, right? Conversation is a way of being. It's a way of experiencing things. Um, if you want to have a conversation, you're going to have a relationship. So you have a relationship with the old man. And Christ is saying there's a new level you can get to, but you've got to give up that old old person and that old conversation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen? Amen? So I want to get to a new level. I want to get to higher heights and deeper depths. I've got to drop some things off. <laughs> there's a rebirth I've got to go to. It's funny, I was looking at this... Um, uh, the Planet Earth on, on Netflix yesterday and they showed the experience of these tadpoles. Um, the tadpoles start off as just kind of a ball with a tail, black ball with a tail, that's how they start off. And they showed what they were doing in the pond, they were going, they would, every day they would go eat, bathe in the sun and go back to the bottom of the, the pool in the night. They did that for like four weeks, up to the bottom of the bath, sunbathe, eat, go to the bottom. That's all they did for four weeks then you started to see something change in them. They started to sprout some legs. And they started to change. There's this metamorphosis going on. And as soon as the change was complete, all of these tadpoles started to get out of the pond and start to go to the forest. And in fact, they told us when the change occurs, they don't come back to the pond for four years. They're out in the forest because they're on a new level and are completely changed. That habit, that thing that they were doing, They're not doing that anymore. They've got four legs now. They want the... I'm telling you that salvation is about what you can't do. It's about the new level you get to. (laughs) You want to focus on what you give up, and I want to focus on what we gain. What we gain is in Christ Jesus. God is good to us, isn't he? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Keep reading verse 22 if you would, sir
1: concerning the former conversations of the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful loss and be renewed in the spirit of your mind where does this
0: newness come from? it's in the mind you get put to a different thing I don't know what is in the mind of that tadpole versus what is in the mind of that frog but they are not doing the same things They are fundamentally living different lives, same body, but they got transformed. One got made into something else. And they're no longer concerned with going into the pond, sunbathing and eating. He wants the forest now. That's what is something. It seems like it's better. It seems like it's more. He's not restricted to just this dirty pond. He has the whole world he can go to. And this is what salvation is for us. I'm no, I'm no longer tricked by deceitfulness. I have gained a new level. The scripture says, I think it's in Psalms, um, his ways are not my ways. Anybody know where that scripture is? <laughs> Help me out. His ways are not my ways. His, th- his thoughts are not my thoughts. It's not even like it's on the It's not like he's left and I'm right. That's not the right way to describe it. It's a different level. It's higher, it's greater, it's bigger. My thoughts can't reckon up to his thoughts. And that's what I'm being invited to with rebirth, with salvation. Hallelujah, glory to God. Let me keep going here. Verse uh, 22, could you keep there, sir? That
1: ye put off concerning the former
0: conversation
1: of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful law. So your
0: old life is corrupt. But verse 23 says what? And be
1: renewed in
0: the Spirit. The Spirit is going to make you new. Thank you, Lord God, that this new birth is going to make something different from you. <laughs> same body, but somehow completely new. Same body, same pro- You know what I realize is the version of me in 2013 probably wouldn't be up to the problems that I'm in my life today. That's because between 2013 and this year, I have got new knowledge, I've got new support, I've got new friends, I've got new ways, but either way, that new me is better than that old me, and that's what is happening to you in Christ Jesus. There's a new you. There's there's, there's a a wonderful uh, saying in the gospel that we don't put new wine into old bottles, right? You don't, it's it's a saying, You you get new bottles and you put new wine in it. There's a problem with salvation today is people want the new wine, but they want it in their old bottle. And the Lord is saying, let me change your bottle. Let me change you first. Now we can pour me in you. And you can be a new person. You can't keep that old bottle. That old bottle won't be able to maintain the new, the new person and the new spirit that God wants to put in you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's keep reading. Verse 24, please.
1: And that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So
0: there's a new person waiting for you that is created in righteousness and holiness. A new level. I'm on a new level. I'm going to a new height. Amen. Isaiah 55, 9. That's the scripture I wanted. Isaiah 55, 9. Isaiah chapter, Isaiah in the Old Testament Chapter 55 and verse nine. Let me, I hope that's the right one. Yes. Verse eight. Okay. What does it say? For my thoughts are not your thoughts, Yes. Are the ways, my ways, yes. Your Amen. Verse nine, what does verse nine say? And as the heavens are higher than the earth. Yes. Are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Like, I, Lord is saying I've got a level to this. And it's above you. We often think about what we are doing and the decision in two ways. Either I'm right or I'm wrong. I'm going left and you're going right. Uh, You're going north, I'm going south. You're going east, I'm going west. The Lord is saying, no, 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 you're missing the point. I'm on a different level. I'm higher than you are. Like the heaven and the earth is higher, that's where I am. And just to be clear, he's not talking about the clouds high. He's talking about the universe and the earth. There's different levels. You're thinking left and right and he's saying no, no, no. You're on the earth and I'm out in the stars. (laughs) Right? Amen. We are invited to this new level with rebirth. Thank you, Lord Jesus. John 3 and 6 says, go back to John 3 and 6. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm taking this all over the place, I know. John 3, 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. John 3, 6 says,
1: and. Excuse me, that which is born of flesh. If you're born in flesh, you're going to be fleshly. That which is born of spirit is spirit.
0: So he's saying here right away that if you're born into being just a regular person and you think you're going to train your way out of this, you you're not, you're missing the point. <laughs> you can't just train your way out of this because you're flesh, you're born in flesh. And in order to get to the spirit realm, that higher height, that new level that the Lord wants you on, you're going to have to be reborn again just to even imagine what it possibly could be for you. Don't be surprised when people just don't get it. That's because they're not reborn. <laughs> don't be surprised when people don't understand your urgency. That's because they haven't been reborn. When you're reborn, you understand, you see it. Even if you can't get to it, you see it. You say, oh, yeah, I can imagine that. The next thing after seeing it is entering it. <laughs> you got to see it first to enter into it, if you're not even seeing it, you can't enter it. Amen? That's read verse 7. Marvel, not
1: that I say unto thee, ye must be
0: born again. And many people assume that the born again thing, uh, its just, uh, it's not quite literal. And so they keep sowing into their flesh. They keep thinking that their flesh can do the things that the spirit does. Like if I can just get my best habits going forward, then that's what the Spirit is. No, that's just good habits. That's nice of you to do. But we're talking about different levels. Let's go to Galatians chapter six, just to kind of um, really tie this thought off. I've got a couple more scriptures to share. Galatians chapter six and verse seven. Somebody find that for me, please, please start reading. Be not deceived. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Yes.
1: For whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap.
0: Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 says, be not deceived. Don't trick yourself. Don't fool yourself into thinking that um, what? That God is somehow mocked. He's not. You can't trick him. (laughs) We cannot trick him. We're not going to get around this with trickery. Right? What does it say?
1: Be not deceived. God is not God is not tricked. For whatsoever a man soweth,
0: what somebody actually puts in the ground the things that you put effort into that's what you're going to reap i'm telling you saints of god that if you are going to assume that you can get this by making the flesh do and bend to your will then i'm going to say you're going to miss the point because if you sow in the flesh you're going to reap in the flesh (laughs) let's go to verse 8 because i've already got ahead of myself keep going
1: That soweth to his flesh Yes Shall of the flesh reap corruption
0: Jesus is saying if you're born of the flesh You're flesh If you're born of the spirit, you're spirit So you've got to be born again If you decide that you don't want to be born again All you're going to be doing is sowing Or working in the flesh And so what does he go to say? He
1: that soweth to his flesh Of the flesh reap corruption You're not going
0: to get any good benefits What does rebirth do? It allows you to start working and gain good benefits rather than working and getting bad benefits. You see that?
1: But he that soweth to the spirit Yes. Shall of the spirit reap life everlasting.
0: Another level. That right. Same work, new results. <laughs> I'm starting to do work in the flesh and expecting to get spiritual benefits. That's the wrong way to do it. If you're going to work in the flesh, expect fleshly results. But if you are born again and you're working in the spirit, you're going to get spiritual results. Life everlasting. (laughs) Only thing standing between you and life everlasting is simple rebirth. That's it. He's saying be reborn, stop working in the flesh, working in the spirit, and you get life everlasting. I don't know if you um, have started doing any kind of banking You have the choice with the banks You can either put your bank your money in an account with 0% interest That means it's the money you put in is going to be the only money you take out And the way inflation is running right now That means actually you're getting out less than you put in <laughs> That's the way inflation works, right? But what you actually do is you start to put your money in a bank that says Oh, we'll give you 3% per year on the money you've put in. The work that I've put in gets something back. Why would I choose the 0% account if they're gonna give me 3%? Like, give me the three, it's not much. Give me what it is. (laughs) I'm not doing the work in the flesh anymore because I've been reborn into the spirit and the work that I get from this work is life everlasting. And again, you can say, well, man, what do I have to give up? I'm not worried about what I give up. If you're telling me I get life everlasting, that's what I gain. Ah, Glory to God. I'm not worried about what I give up if I get this much. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 9.
1: And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap.
0: If we fake not. not So we're going to get benefit You might not see it today You're saying to yourself, well I need the immediate gratification Well say, it takes a while for that savings 3% to kind of kick in Doesn't sound, doesn't f- feel like much Year one, 3% of $1,000 doesn't look like much on year one But you leave it in there And it gets benefited. Amen One more scripture, I promise just one more Romans chapter 6 Going back to Romans chapter six, that's the last one, Romans chapter six. Romans chapter six, verse three. All right, old person cannot be the new person, the new person has to be reborn. In fact, let's, let's start with, um, yeah, verse three.
1: No, ye not. Yep, yeah, don't you know? That so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, yeah. were baptized into
0: his Man, don't you know? that we got to die with Jesus. Don't you know that? We got to die with Jesus. How did I get rid of that old person with all that luggage that I couldn't take on my journey? I died with Jesus. None of that old stuff that went through his death could make it through. Only Jesus and anybody he says could make it through that kind of death. What happens when I go through baptism? I die just like Jesus died. That's exactly what happens. I give up that old part of me. It no longer has, because it couldn't get through death. The only person able to get through death is Jesus. The only person able to get through death with Jesus are those who he goes down in his name. <laughs> Let's keep going. God forbid, how shall we? Uh, sorry, verse 3. No, you not.
1: No, you're not. So many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ. We're baptized into his I baptism. experienced
0: this new birth after baptism. Let's keep going.
1: Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death.
0: I get to experience it by baptism into death.
1: That like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father.
0: The same way Jesus got up.
1: Even so, yes. also should we walk
0: in newness. Whoa! See the newness? See the spirit come up? I've got the old part dead, and the new part becomes life in Jesus. I get, according to the last thing we read, everlasting Everlasting life life. by being through this salvation. Uh, I don't have to worry about what my luggage looks like. It's dead now. Don't have to worry about sowing into something that's got, not giving me any benefit or value. This is not a zero percent, this is a 25% interest rate. I've never heard of anything like it. This is, this is everlasting life. To take life that is finite, invest it, work, and get everlasting life. That's infinite interest rate. <laughs> That's a million percent. I'm not even sure what to describe the percentage rate as. If you put something in and you get infinity out, I don't know what the interest rate is, but it's certainly worth investing and working in. My salvation, my life, I'm giving it over to Him. I'm giving it to Christ who died for me. Let my life die. Let his life come up in me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. This salvation is worth fighting yes. for. It's worth, it. it's, worth it. it's worth it. Don't worry about what you're giving up. Right. Thank you. Worry yes. about what you're getting. Yeah. If I told you to give me $100 today, say, Well, I don't know if I can afford it, but I'll give you 10000 tomorrow. Here, yes. take yes, it. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Take that $100. Yes. Give me my 10000 You don't even want to worry about what you gave up. Right. I'm worried about what I'm getting. Yes. Glory to God. And folks who are really worried about what you're giving up, I'm saying it's eternal life. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus, yes. hallelujah. You. Know you not that as many as you was baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into death? Verse, read verse four for me, please, sir. Therefore, I've got it, I've got it, thank you. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in newness of life. I'm not the old, pe- not the old me anymore. Amen. Amen. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. resurrection. The way he got a new life is the way I'm getting a new life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. I'm not serving sin anymore after this baptism. For he that is dead yes. is freed from sin. May the Lord add a blessing to this word in the name of the Lord Jesus.